0: To you by the Las Cruces Sun News. This is Straight Shooter. What is going on, everybody? This is Justin Martinez, a.k.a. Jay the Sports Dude. And if you are listening right now, let me just say thank you guys for tuning in to Straight Shooter, the podcast where I shoot from the hip and give you everything that you need to know about the New Mexico State men's basketball team. It is a podcast that will be published every Sunday at 6 p.m. on the Las Cruces Sun News site, our SoundCloud account, our YouTube account, our Facebook account, pretty much anywhere you want to find it, it will be there, guys. Each episode is going to be about 15 to 20 minutes long. So with not too much time, let's get down to business. I'm coming to you guys from a spare room in the Sun Use offices, but we're just going to call it the saloon. So, Barkeep, what do we have on tap for today? On tap today are projected role changes within the team, bold predictions for the season, and a preview of the Aggie season opener against Western New Mexico. Alrighty, thank you, Barkeep. Well, let's get started with those projected role changes. Now, the Aggies begin their regular season this Tuesday at 7 p.m. with a game against Western New Mexico at the Pan American Center. But not all of the teams' familiar faces are going to be suiting up, as I'm sure you guys have heard by now. It really has become the story of the summer for New Mexico State. They have, unfortunately, been bitten by the injury bug. Starting point guard A.J. Harris is out until early December with a fractured finger on his non-shooting hand. Fellow senior Clayton Henry is out for most of non-conference play, according to head coach Chris Janz the torn ligament in his thumb that is on his shooting hand and recent transfer wilfred lakai is out for the entire season with the torn meniscus there's a lot of tough breaks for the Aggies as of late but we're just hoping that all of those guys have not only a speedy recovery but a proper recovery so that way when they do come back they can be as effective as possible but until that happens this is a new mexico state team that was running pretty much a 12-man rotation last season the deepest team in the whack by far that rotation is going to get cut down to about nine or ten guys at the start of this upcoming year and that's going to afford some bigger roles upon some of these players. The first one that comes to mind is Trevlin Queen. I think it will be a lot more prominent in the offense. Now, Queen averaged 7.8 points per game last season, but only saw 15.2 minutes per contest. He did have a breakout stretch in the postseason, though. That's the three WAC tournament games and the one NCAA tournament game against Auburn. Queen averaged 13.3 points per game, and now the Aggies are hoping that he can carry that into his senior season. I fully expect him to do so because we have a... That is right, a sniper alert. This guy can shoot the basketball. Where do you want it from? Down low, the mid-range pull-up, the three-point shot, he can really do it all. I fully expect him to see over 20 minutes a night, even when Harris and Henry come back, and I'm predicting the queen will average double-digit points per game. Now, the only player to do that last season was Terrell Brown. Terrell is also back in the mix for his senior year, but I think it's just going to be really important, especially with all of these injuries, rotational changes. You need guys that you can just you can go to to get you a bucket. And I think along with Terrell Brown, Trevelin Queen is going to be that for New Mexico State this season. Now, our next rotational change, this is just a hunch, but I'm saying that Johnny McCants will crack the starting lineup. The Las Cruces native. Now, the Aggies ran a lot of small ball last year, mostly because Clayton Henry was able to fit really well into that power forward spot but the recent injuries could make them go to more of a traditional starting five. I think Johnny McCants is gonna be that guy at the power forward spot. He's six foot seven, he can handle the ball well for his size, and he's even been knocking down some threes as well, guys, at practice from what I have seen. This is a really smooth player, I like his game a lot, and like I said, that small ball lineup is not going to be as effective with Henry out, so McCants might be the solution. Now this next rotational change is not a hunch of mine. This has been confirmed by the team. Jabari Rice will make the move to the point guard spot. Now Rice only averaged 10.9 minutes per game last season, mostly because of his shooting. He only shot 32.6% from the field. But this is someone that jans has been talking about a lot this summer, and this is someone that you guys have been talking about a lot as well. Which leads us into our question of the day. It is via Twitter at Pedro Pistolero Two says, "Has Jabari been consistent at Jada Sports, dude? He's always been a hustle guy. Just needs a reliable jumper, Pedro. That's a." Great great question i'm not quite ready to call him a consistent shooter just yet because that title is something that he has to earn in the regular season i think but i will say that his shooting form has improved from the handful of times that i've seen him this summer i still think that he turns the ball over a bit more than you like to see but you have to remember that he was only a redshirt freshman last season so throwing the fact that now he's responsible for bringing the ball up the court and you can see why there's going to be a learning curve for him but he already has good size at the one spot because he is six foot four. He's taller than Sean Buchanan. He's taller than AJ Harris, but I think he's just gonna need to see time on the court to get a feel for that pace of the game. And once that happens, it can only go up from there, guys. But don't just take it from me. I got to talk to Jabari the other day, and here's what he said about the progress he has made this off season. Barky, change the channel real quick. Yo, I'm gonna say appreciate taking time to talk to me. Um, Pretty much just I've been talking to coaches throughout the summer and he's been mentioning you as one of the guys that has made a lot of improvements this summer. Can you kind of talk about some things that you've tried to improve in your game?
1: Uh, I tried to improve my confidence. Last year I shot 8 for 50 from 3. And so I just tried to improve my confidence, just try to get my stroke right. Uh, I was the only one that stayed here and I was trying to get a lot of strength on me, trying to get solid and just trying to become a better basketball player a little bit. Try to mature a little bit Yeah. before everybody came back.
0: Definitely Uh, 8 for 50 from 3 Seems like you know That number pretty quickly So is that something That you really focus
1: on Is that 3 specifically Yeah well I mean Yeah but just shooting Period You know what I'm saying Um, I just got an all around game But I try to My jumper was off So i just trying I'm trying to get my jumper back and just trying to build my confidence so I can knock down on shots. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, you mentioned the injuries with the team. Um, has AJ? How's A.J. been just as a, a leader? Or just, has he given you pointers off the bench or anything yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, he's
1: real good. I mean, I have to move to the one, so he's been giving me a lot of tips. Uh, I talk to him a lot, and he's trying to, uh, like, on the sidelines when I'm watching a little bit and Sean's in, he kind of gives you pointers on where some people may be when you come off ball screens. and So, like, he's a real leader, like a real leader on and off the court. So. I I appreciate him for that, for sure. Yeah.
0: Obviously, you hate for it to be because of an injury, but it does seem like it's going to open up a bigger role for you. How much are you looking forward to that chance to get some more playing time and stuff like that? Yes,
1: sir. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, uh, that's kind of like how I've been all my life. I mean, I could play. I'm kind of versatile, so I could play like – I played the four last year even, so this year it's kind of – changing to the one is kind of different, but – I mean, it's exciting. I yeah. just like to play basketball, so yeah. whatever position, I can help the team, and I'm, I'm ready.
0: Definitely. Uh, can you guys talk about just what the mentality overall is like for players like you and Sean, both Sean Buchanan and Williams? Off
1: the bench? Uh, No days off at all. Like we, I come in here two times a day. I shoot after practice. Like, it's just, we gotta do more. It's never enough now. Now, I mean, with AJ and Clayton there, you can kind of like, you know, you know you got somebody there, but it's now you don't have nobody there Physically, you just got them there mentally and just them talking to you. And so you got to just step up. You got to be ready for that position. And that's what we're working for. Yeah. We're in the gym late nights. We're in the gym early. we here before everybody else. And we leave. we the last chance to leave. So that's what it takes to just step up to that plate, especially feeling AJ and Clayton's shoes. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, both of them are expected to come back, like, around the conference time. place. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk about what this group is going to look like once you all are healthy? Whew. Knock on
1: wood. Man, yeah. But... And I mean it's kinda scary because like the first year my fault the here. first year I was here it was kinda like pretty good. It was a new coach, you know, I was a red shirt. and then second year it kinda like got going and we had the thirty and five record. But this year we, we had the mentality over the summer that we, we don't want to lose any games and, and we're gonna try to win every game. And we were working so hard towards that and that just happened. So now they stand in the gym as much as they can, right? what they can do, and we're just gonna keep working and we're gonna fight till they get back. And when they do get back, it's just it's gonna be very exciting. Awesome. Very exciting.
0: Cool. Well, yeah, I appreciate you taking time to talk to Thank me. Thanks man. so much, man. Nice to meet you. Yeah, best of luck on the year. All righty. so that was Jabari Rice talking about the progress that he has made this summer. I apologize for that basketball you guys are hearing in the background. That was actually Clayton Henry, the same Clayton Henry who has a torn ligament in his thumb. On his shooting hand, mind you, he was out there hitting threes with his offhand during the entire interview. And when I say hitting threes, I don't just mean he was attempting them. I mean, he was making them guys. He has a really great work ethic. He was actually the last one to leave the gym that day. I'm pretty sure he's going to be ambidextrous by the time that he is fully healthy. And like I said, we're just hoping that all of those guys have a proper recovery, but back to Jabari, I was really impressed with him because it just seemed like he had a good head on his shoulders. Even when you're watching him during practice, He's one of those guys that is constantly talking to his teammates in the flow of the game. He's listening to everything that Jans is telling him. You can tell he wants to learn and improve, and he actually knew the exact percentage that he shot last season as well. So that's somebody who knows, okay, the way I was shooting last season, that's not going to get me the role that I want on the team. He knows that he has to improve. He knows he's going to have a chance to carve out a role this season due to all of these injuries, and we'll see if he can make the most of it, guys. Now, that is going to carry us in the segment number two. It is called Saddle Up. (laughs) so in this segment i will be giving you guys predictions for the upcoming season and saying if i am in fact saddling up meaning i believe that they will happen our first one new mexico state will earn a power five win this season the Aggies have three chances to do so this year they have road games against arizona washington state and mississippi state and they also might face the cougars again in the cayman islands classic so we're talking about possibly four games against power five teams and i'm gonna saddle up for this one guys Now, I think the New Mexico State's most realistic target is Washington State because they did beat them both times last season. And even though it was only by an average of 4.5 points per game, the Cougars only returned five players this time around. So Robert Franks was a huge part of their offense. He averaged a team high 21.6 points per game last season, and he has since graduated. Point guard Ahmed Ali also averaged nearly three assists per game. He has transferred to Hawaii. This is a Cougars team that's dealing with pretty much even more changes than the Aggies are this season in the midst of their injuries. And I expect New Mexico State to capitalize when they face off on December 7th. I know it's on the road and it's going to be a tough environment, but give me the Aggies in this one. Now our next prediction, New Mexico State will sweep both UTEP and UNM oh man you guys aren't gonna like me for this one i am not gonna saddle up for this one i know i know guys now new mexico state did sweep both of its rivals last season but the Miners and the lobos have improved a lot this summer please hear me out on this one starting up with utep they essentially have an entirely different starting five because they have all of these transfers that are now eligible to play four star small forward kaden archie from tcu is in the mix six foot eleven big man eric via from texas a m slash fresno state is going to be a real presence in the paint Daryl Edwards from LSU is going to be a really good floor general for the team. And in 6'5", guard Keontae Kennedy can knock down some shots. He is transferring over from Xavier is a team that has a lot of instant impact transfers, and that showed when they actually beat last season's championship runner-up, Texas Tech, in a recent scrimmage. I know it's just a scrimmage, but for a program that has had its struggles lately, that is a really good sign of what's to come for UTEP basketball. Meanwhile, UNM has also put together a pretty strong squad. Despite seeing lead scorer Anthony Mathis transfer to Oregon, the team is returning Redshirt junior Vance Jackson. He averaged 13.1 points per game last season. And then they have another guy who I'm calling the wild card, the X factor for the team, Redshirt junior Jaquan Lyle sat out last season after transferring from Ohio State but he is going to have a huge impact on this team and he's really going to help make up for the loss of Anthony Mathis. Now, the Aggies are likely going to be without both Harris and Henry for all four of these contests, guys and that's what's really holding me back from saying that the Aggies can sweep both of these teams. Now, if everybody was healthy, that'd be an entirely different conversation, but if I had to pick one rivalry team over the other, I would probably say UTEP is the team that New Mexico State will split with this year. Our last prediction, guys, this is easily, easily the one that you reach out to me the most about pretty much since i've gotten here the aggies will win an ncaa tournament game can i get a drum roll please Now, guys for this one i'm going to saddle up yes that is right go crazy celebrate but just pause for one second and hear me out hear me out now we call this podcast straight shooter for a reason it is because i call it how i see it and let me tell you why i don't think it'll be as easy for new mexico state to win a tournament game compared to last year Now, the two most important things that a team needs for a tournament run is senior leadership and strong guard play, and the Yagas have both of that in spades. Nobody's going to argue that, and that's what's going to make them a tough out in the tournament, but my biggest concern is what is their resume going to look like? What are the games that they can win in the regular season? They're going to help them get a good seed and a good matchup, because at the end of the day, that matchup is all that matters in the opening round. If you get out of that opening round, you never know what happens after that but that's what gets a lot of these good teams caught up. That's what almost got Auburn caught up last year when New Mexico state almost beat them in that opening round. Now the games that I think the New Mexico state can win in this regular season that would get a lot of attention would be Arizona, Washington state, Mississippi state. Maybe if they make a run in the Cayman Islands classics, like those are the ones that are, are really going to be big for the resume. And according to these timelines that we're getting, AJ Harris, isn't going to be playing for those games. Clayton Henry, isn't going to be playing for those games. If they can't win those games, sure, I still expect them to win the WAC tournament. I still think they're going to get that automatic bid because I do think they're the best team in the conference. But can they get that 12 seed that they got last season? You know, if they can't, all of a sudden you're playing a three seed, a four seed. It's a taller task than facing a five seed. You know what I mean? But until I see one of those unfavorable matchups, I have no reason to believe that the Aggies can't win. So that's why I'm saddling up because, as I've said, they have all the ingredients. For a team that can get that upset in the opening round and just keep going from there so until i see one of those matchups where it's not looking so good i'm siding with the aggies we'll just see how the chips fall and we'll take it from there guys but that is going to get us into our final segment where we are done previewing the season and it is time to preview an actual game there is a showdown going on at the pan-american center this tuesday it is between new mexico state and western new mexico now, the Mustangs are a division two team that has seen a lot of changes this summer. Their top three scorers from last season have graduated. So the guy that I think the Aggies really need to watch out for is sophomore guard Amerian Cash. Now he's a six foot three guard and he averaged seven points per game off the bench last season. But the reason why you need to watch out for this guy is because he can shoot the basketball. So he shot 19 for 36 from deep last season. That is 52.8%. That's pretty good. You know, that's a pretty those are those are the numbers that are really going to stand out, and that's what's really going to force the Aggies to pay some attention to this guy and prevent him from getting hot. But to me, the biggest key for New Mexico State is to apply defensive pressure. Now, the Mustangs averaged 16.7 turnovers per game last season, and I expect the Aggies to apply a lot of heat early on and get out on the fast break, get those easy points. If they can do that, this Mustangs team just does not have the offense to keep up and that is why my prediction for this one is that new mexico state wins 86 to 58 take that to the bank guys and that is gonna do it for our first episode of straight shooter i cannot tell you how excited i am to keep this going throughout the season please reach out to me on twitter at jay the sports dude let me know what you're thinking i appreciate all sorts of feedback and support guys it really does mean a lot this has been justin martinez aka jay the sports dude i'll see you guys next sunday
1: i'm out